0: welcome back everybody how are we doing it is officially the third month of the year that means there's 30 well yeah no there are 30 days because yesterday was the first and i'm yes i'm recording this on the second you'll be here on the third but yesterday was the first so when you hear this there will be two 29 days for opportunity change growth And, you know, it is important that you use these first few days of the month to hone in on what it is that you plan on achieving this month. So just, you know, take some time to think about that. But you know, in the sense of what's been going on in my life, well, I've had another adulting moment. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I recently did my taxes. Oh, and dear gosh. Mm -mm -mm. I definitely told myself I was going to go into doing taxes with a clear mindset and, you know, being positive, which that's, that's how things went. Things went very well in the beginning. However, at some point, and I don't know why, But I was just filled, and I mean filled, with anxiety. And I started thinking about everything else that I had to do on my task list and thinking how doing my taxes, you know, to start my day was just taking up so much time and I really should have planned better. Well, I was just being a little irrational then because if... Well, once I looked back and I realized, at the beginning of the week when I was setting up my intentions, I was doing what I had set out to do, which was do my taxes on Friday. Um, so, I really brought myself back to the rationality by understanding that this is something that everyone has to do. well, we're not going to go there but it is the adult thing to do. The grown thing. So I put on the big pants and I pushed myself through it. I really could have given up, but I chose not to because one, I do my taxes with TurboTax and there's only until March 27th to do it. And I wanted to make sure that I got it done so it wasn't looming over my shoulder so I wouldn't have to file an extension. I just wanted things to be done positively, legally, and, you know, just not have that on my shoulder anymore. So taxes are done, they're out of the way. Which, yeah, you know, shout out to TurboTax. Thank you for giving me another good tax season and, you know, helping me that because if I'm being honest I literally like I just know taxes are just they're frustrating I think we can all agree but moving forward in the spirit of this episode you know I recently have really started to come to understand what it means to living my truth and If I'm being honest, this podcast, and the podcast that I host with my fiance, they've both helped me do that. They've both really allowed me to speak in ways that I felt that I wasn't able to speak before. Um, And for a long time, I felt as though I really was keeping my voice where it mattered and to individuals and community who needed to hear it. But through consistently sh- showing up for myself, you know, not just starting this year, I've been doing this since towards, I'd say the start of fall of 2020 during the pandemic when I got really serious. Um, the consistency in showing up for myself Has allowed me to find the power in my voice. All of the activities I'm doing for my self growth, for the growth of my, you know, business, for the growth of this podcast, I'm really taking the control of those things. And in taking that control, I really have begun to find the power and the strength in my voice. And I'm truly grateful. Truly. I, it's something that I feel I didn't have for a while, or I didn't know how to use. And the fact that I have an idea of what that looks like, how I can go about using it, I am going to, to use the power of my voice to the best and most positive of my abilities um you know specific specifically one of the ways in which showing up for myself something i've been doing that you know most people drone on about is i have been putting myself in really strict morning and night routines and you know part of my morning routine is getting up early you know i get up at 5 a.m and what my morning encapsulates is you know reading a book for growth, you know, something that is going to allow me to grow. Right now, I am currently reading More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroth, uh, my fashion industry twin, my fashion industry auntie. It's my fairy godmother. That's what I'll call her. The day that I get to meet her, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I've started this book. I've been following her since social media and, you know, has allowed me to do so. Obviously I've been keeping up with her since her time in Teen Vogue, um, which is where I was introduced to her. But her words, from what I've read, they've just struck in such a chord with me and have allowed me to think about my past self and how he has allowed me to come into this person it is a super amazing book i highly recommend you guys check it out i'll definitely make sure to share it on the podcast social media if you don't already follow me on my own instagram at issa Will hill you should then you haven't seen it but if you do follow me then you've seen me post about the book and i've talked about it um but along with that you know reading something for growth i'm also practicing philosophy Currently, Stoicism. I am reading the Daily Stoic, which was recommended, well, not personally recommended, but it was a recommendation on the What We Said podcast, <laughs> hosted by JC Smith and Chelsea Jade Curtis. Um, and it's a book that really teaches you the art of growing as a human being. I wish I would have had this in my youth, but I'm also a true believer in universal timing, so I was, the time that I, the book came into my hands was the time that it was supposed to, Um, and along with that, I journal, and I have the companion novel to the Daily Stoic, the Daily Stoic Journal, so that's also part of my morning routine. I take the time, you know, I reflect on the question being asked, and I really take the time to look inward upon myself and let the thoughts just flow out of my mind as they're supposed to. And, you know, with taking care of my mind, I also have to take care of my body. So I'm doing something for fitness. I've been consistently doing fitness for the past couple months. Um, I've always been into fitness, but the consistency just wasn't where it needed to be for me to feel fully healthy and comfortable in my body. However, I now am on a very much more positive, excuse me, much more positive consistent workout schedule. Um, I can, not not I can, I'll definitely share that with you guys, but we'll do that on another podcast episode. Um, And by the time all that's done, it is time for me to check in with my business partners and I love that, you know, I get to vibe off of positive energy from individuals from all over. So it's, it's great, you know, because, you know, some of my business partners are in New York, others just recently had moved to Nashville. And you know, we still get to work together and elevate each other, elevate the business. And it's the positive energy that I'm all for always. <clears throat> But what I'm trying to explain here is that it was it's doing things like this routinely in the morning, in the night, consistently, every day for myself that have shown me that because I have the power and the strength to show for myself, there's power and strength within the voice that I have. And what i'm what I want to inspire you guys, you know, is you, you all have a gift because we all do. We're all born with something. There's, you know, not everybody's meant to do everything, but we're all meant to do something. But we don't always feel or recognize the choice and the power that we have to do that. And I want to reiterate to you guys that you do have that power and you do have that choice. And the power in my voice Something that I felt when I first used it to positive ability without recognizing what I was doing was when I came out, which is the focus of this episode. It's what I've been talking about on my Instagram. You know, I've got a few questions sent in from you guys. It's what I've been posting about my stories. So I'm going to answer those a little later on. But I do want to talk a little bit about my coming out to you guys. And I want to share that because that is my story to tell. Mm -hmm. And I want to share my story because I want to influence others who feel as though they don't have the voice to express who they are. And I know it's probably like you guys, some people might be like, oh, wow, you know, like that's such like a typical thing to say, like, but no, like, there is power in repetition, and there's power in the message being told that when you can find the strength in who you are, you can find that strength and that will and the perseverance to be who you are. And I want everybody that I come into contact with to authentically always be themselves. And I know it's something that you know we work on because the society we live in is always telling us that we should look one way do one thing have x amount of dollars but that's not authentic and i only want to create authenticity within my community and part of that are sharing the deep parts of me so we're going to get into that today guys will is going to come out of the digital closet this year, I am all about finding the time for balance and being more mindful, which is why I just want to take a moment to talk about DiveStum. DiveStum is an affordable luxury watch brand created by our friends from across the pond, and I've been obsessed with them for quite some time. Obviously, it's due to their debonair designs, which you'll have to check out when you head over to DiveStum.com. So, that being said, right now, when you take the chance and head over to Divesum.com, you can use code WILLHILL20 for 20% off your order. So, take the chance and take advantage of your time right now and use code WILLHILL20 for 20% off your selection of risk candy at DiveStum.com. Trust me, anything that's getting us being more accountable, we're all here for it. And now, let's get back into today's chat. Alrighty, so here we go. I am gay. That is my sexual identifier. You know, clearly, if you follow me on social media, there is, it's not a question. It's obvious. I, my pronouns are he, him, his. Um, but before I even talk about when I came out, I feel as though I need to talk about when I realized that when it came to my sexuality, that I was different. And there's nothing wrong with different, we love different, trust me. The same is boring, even monochromatic fashion. You know, you've got to have something that gives it variety. But when I realized that I was different, it was very early, I would say, in my childhood. Like, very early. Um, there was a time when I was in first grade, I had a tutor who was someone from that, like the high schooler who was a high schooler. And I'm not, obviously I'm not going to share any names because, you know, legal reasons. And I am not in contact with this person anymore or was really ever, you know, except for when I needed a tutor. Um, but I remember like, I would go home and like I would write out my tutor's name, but I'd be like I heart blah 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 blah, and like I wrote it over and over. And the one day, my mother picked up my notebook and she had asked who the the who the person was, and I was like, cause she had thought it was a, another kid in my class, and no. I was like, (laughs) I was like, no, I was like, it's, it's my tutor. And she was like, oh, okay. And she was like, well, I, you know, like, she just was a little curious and I flat out said, oh, well, he's handsome. And I like how smart he is. I must've known back then that, you know, clearly intelligence was one of those things that just really gets me slipping and sliding. But yes. I don't think I initially realized it then, but I was, I was aware to there was something off about why my mother was asking me so many specific questions about why I had written down a boy's name with hearts on paper. Now, I do want to preface before I go any further, my mother and my family, they are, they are and they have been. accepting of me as a person, just from the moment I have been born. From the moment that I came out into the world in sparkling dazzle, I've just had love and support. And, you know, I understand that not everybody gets to have that but just know here, there is that love that's being put out for you because you are accepted here. <clears throat> Moving forward before <laughs> I get a little too emotional, <clears throat> um, but it was those little small instances like that growing up that I would always have sudden reactions to boys, and usually my mother would catch them and she wouldn't fully question it but her reaction sometimes would let me know that the way that i was reacting wasn't bad but okay so there was a time when me and my friend um my childhood friend we had gone to go see our, you know, what homeroom we were going to be in. I'm not sure if anybody else, if their school district did that, but my school used to put um, your name outside of the school door, the entrance, and it would have your name on it, and next to it, it would let you know which homeroom teacher you had. Well, my friend and I, we went. My mother took us, and she got excited, and because she had said that there was a cute boy in her class and i had looked for my name and i had found a boy's name in my grade who at the time i didn't like i knew that i thought was cute but like i didn't understand that that's what that was and i got that same feeling too and my mother kind of caught on to my facial reaction because she was like oh like what because like, she was like, oh, like, like did you get the teacher you want? And, you know, me being the child with no filter, I blurted out, oh, this person's in my class. And immediately I said it and stopped because for there was already a knowing within me that what I was saying was I was saying a truth that wasn't entirely accepted within... <laughs> The area that I lived. And my mother at the time, she had asked, Oh, well, I've never, you've never said, you know, you were going to like to hang out or play with this person. So, like, how, like, how did you become friends? And I didn't really know how to tell her that, you know, oh, we're not friends. So I obviously just made up some lie, but. Then she asked a little more about like why I was so excited and I was like, oh, you know, just cause there's opportunity to hang out at recess and you know, some other BS story. But bottom of the line is like i said, it's, it was those small instances like that where I would have those reactions to in certain situations and the reaction that I was given always reiterated the awareness that what I was saying was different from what I had seen as a a norm in my community. Um, And for the longest time, I didn't exactly know what being gay was I just thought that, you know, I, I really didn't, I mean, I was a small child. I didn't understand that much about myself or those things. And it's not that I didn't want to ask, but if I'm being honest, I also grew up in love with television and media. Um, you know, on the weekends, Saturday mornings, I would flip to the channels before anybody would wake up. And I actually, that's where I discovered, I don't want to say reality TV, but I guess the talk shows like reality TV. Um, but I discovered Jerry Springer. And I know like literally like no eight year old really should be watching Jerry Springer, but i had stumbled upon it saturday morning while all the adults were sleeping i was eating my cereal and there was a topic i i topic um get i don't want to know if i don't want to i guess they're guests technically um and the male had come out to his female partner that he was gay and she reacted hard, like. So negatively, like, and based on the situation, if what I can remember correctly, I don't really, we don't need to dive into all that. I I understand her reaction, but also it was seeing, as an eight-year-old, a male say that he was gay and watching the reaction be negative. So when I as I started growing older, you know, middle school, by that point, I, I knew what being gay was. I knew that already by that point, I definitely had an interest in my same sex. <clears throat> I still felt as though for as loving as my family was that there was no way that I could ever express that part of who I was, or share that part with them solely because of that memory that I had, you know, within me and the reaction that I was afraid I would get. But I also knew that I needed to express who I was or I was going to continue growing up, constantly feeling angry and putting on a front and always going back to myself with anxiety and stress. And I didn't want that anymore. So obviously through my influences and the TV shows I had been watching at the time, you know, Awkward, Teen Wolf, pretty little liars. There were characters that were of the LGBTQ community that for part of their story arc they did struggle with coming out. But when they did, I I saw how they they expressed a freer version of them. And that's what I wanted, you know, I knew this at Well, was I? Yes, I'm 16. Yes, okay. I was 16 years old. Well, technically, if I'm being honest, when I first came out, like the legitimate first person I had come out to was my sister. Well, yes. That's also... The conversation of my family (laughs) and... The inner workings—that's a whole topic for another—a com- whole topic for another podcast. But my family—they're amazing, and I love them. But my sister was the first person I came out to, <clears throat> and I'd come out to her on the porch the summer before the school year through a text message. I know, so dramatic, and. I I don't know why I decided, you know, that day in that moment that that's why I was going to do and this is who I was going to tell. But I just knew that if I didn't say anything any longer, I wouldn't be able to go on being the person that everybody loved being around because it would just be a lie. And, you know, there were also a couple boys that I was talking to that I wanted to share that, you know, I wanted someone to share that experience with and what better person to do that with than, you know, your sister. So I came out to her through text message and I got nothing but love. She gave me a hug right away. And literally that's, that's our life. You know, there was no judgment. There was no, questioning. There was just full acceptance. So for, you know, that time in my life, I was, even though I was out to my sister, I was still very much in the closet to my community as well as, you know, as well as my family, you know, nobody really, even if they had suspected, there was no confirmation. I was not giving anything away. But my school year, you know, I was growing and I had developed an interest, a much more interest in boys. And, you know, I had begun talking to a few boys from other schools. And I, you know, had planned on hanging out. With them, you know, to hang out and, you know, get to know them. But I also couldn't lie to my family. There were these awkward moments where I would say, Oh, I'm going to go hang out with X, Y, and Z. And, you know, my mother would kind of find it peculiar, but wouldn't fully question it. And there just came a time when I realized that, you know, I can't just, I can't lie to my mother. That is the woman who gave me life, my matriarch. I, I, as my parent, I just have too much respect for her. So I couldn't lie to her. I couldn't lie to my family anymore. So there was a long, drawn out, dramatic day when she had come home from grocery shopping. And I wanted to go, you know, sledding because it was during the winter. I remember it was a little after the Super Bowl of 2013, I believe. Um, but I sat her down on the couch and when I say I paced, I paced for a good 20 to 30 minutes and I just kept going back and forth in the room telling her that I needed to tell her something, but I just wanted confirmation that she would still love and care for me. And after about like five minutes in of her saying, you know, I will, and you know, giving me her life spiel, she really just, you know, she wanted me to let it out. <laughs> I could sense, I could sense her frustration in my up. So finally I said it. And like the reaction I got from my sister, it was love and acceptance. But then my mother with her sense of humor also was like, you know, <clears throat> I want you to know as my son, and as a mother, I knew, and if I'm being honest, she knew because what gave her the knowing was the way in which I played with toys growing up. And if I'm being honest, I played with dolls. I loved playing with dolls. I loved styling. I loved dressing. I loved doing their hair. I loved planning, you know, full storylines out for them. <clears throat> but no matter what, way I was playing with my dolls and my toys, I always made sure that my, I guess, character, you would say, when you're playing with dolls, always had a husband or boyfriend or, like, male counterpart that she or he, because, you know, I had many a Ken doll, you know, had feelings for. And my mother said through that, and you know through a few of the many other instances unfiltered children do she just had a knowing but she wasn't afraid and she was completely and totally in love with me no matter what because she wanted me to be who i was <clears throat> um and from there you know that part of my life has been secured with nothing but love and positivity. And I could not be more grateful. And from that, it has it had allowed me to, you know, come out to, you know, socially on social media because that's when Facebook was and Twitter were, you know, really booming. And I went back that school year confident with who I was. I will admit I did first come out as bisexual because there was a part of me that was scared, but through my experience of being a young queer high school student in an open gay relationship in high school, I confidently found, you know, I am attracted solely to other men and, you know, I I love that about myself. <clears throat> I I don't shy away from saying it. I I love women, you know, I'm a strong hardcore feminist. But when it comes to intimacy and what fuels my heart's desire, it's prince charming. Well, okay. You know what I mean. It it, it is it's the male energy. Um but you know My high school experience after coming out wasn't horrible at all. I didn't experience bullying. I will say before I came out, there were a few annoying jocks and whatever that would make comments on my sexuality, but I was never harmed to a point, you know, that unfortunately some other queer youth and queer individuals have to face. But once I came out, and I confidently was who I was being myself, it was as though people just let it go, you know? People really didn't bug me on it. The friends I had remained my friends. And that experience allowed me to run with confidence much more than what I thought that I had and it allowed me to survive. And that survival is something that even as a human being in the society we live in, as a multicultural human being, as a black man, you know, the survival that I found there has given me the perseverance that I need to keep going. Sorry, my throat was getting definitely dry. I needed some H2O. Um, but I want to get into exploring, you know, my gaydom through college. Now, I didn't grow up in a community where there were a few gay bars, you know, downtown, or there was, you know, a queer community, or at least not a big one that I knew of, not one where I knew that, you know, that the city had. And when I went to college, specifically when I interned in New York, you know, I got to spend time in the neighborhood, and I got to learn more on LGBTQ culture and queer culture. Um, and it opened my eyes to so much, so much that we as a community, is, Have overcome, you know, where Black history even ties into it. There was so much I was open up to. And every day is a day that I'm still learning. You know, I didn't learn everything about queer culture throughout my time in college, but what I learned was enough that filled me with love and acceptance that i felt finally not alone and so singled out because i'm not saying i was the only gay kid in my high school obviously i was in an open gay relationship then there were a few others as well as you know in the the whole district but there wasn't a strong community like i found when i was in new york and i for will forever hold that love in my heart but i'm closing out on some things and before i do that i want to get in to the, some questions however a lot of the questions i got were very similar so i did narrow them down to two and i did kind of already touch on them but i just want to reiterate um, I'm not going to shout out yet, um, just cause this is my first time doing this. However, I will make sure to share the episode with the individuals who sent me these questions. Um, but the first question is what inspired me to come out and my tr- the truest thing that inspired me, I will say was Emily Fields character on pretty little liars. Um, reading her character her her character story in the book and watching her character story within the show, I found something there that truly inspired me to let go of the person who was going to be hiding themselves and just embrace who I was. And yeah, pretty little liars, Emily Fields I'm Arlene King, it's where the inspiration, that's where my inspiration for me to just finally cut the cord, rip the bandaid off and say, hey, I'm gay, love me. Okay, actually, I didn't really say that, but like, you know what I'm saying? And the next question before we finish up is, what was it like coming out as a multicultural, queer individual in a small, dominantly white town slash school? Well, like I said, I didn't entirely experience negativity, but there were those jerks who for some reason, with their lack of knowledge, thought that their words were going to shake and break me down. Fun fact, it didn't. I mean, I made it through and I survived a lot more than that. So literally that is breadcrumbs to what Some of the things that I've gone through in my life, which I am not afraid of sharing with you guys. You know, things are not off limits on this podcast. I am open to sharing that with you because I want to inspire you guys to find and uplift the challenges that. You feel as though are holding you down because there's no challenge that's holding you down. You are capable of overcoming anything. I found the will and the power and the strength to use my voice and to come out as who I am. And every day I'm still doing that. Every day I'm still growing into the person i meant to be. But along the way, we can shed who we feel that we need to be and become who we are. And that was the whole purpose of this episode. I wanted to share with you guys that there is so much love out there for anybody who feels as though there isn't. There is. And if it helps, if it's any consolation, it truly is here. I truly love my community, you guys, I love sharing what I have to offer, the you know, what my message is with you guys. And I thank you for listening. you know. I know there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of things going on in the media and sometimes it's hard to keep up, but I thank those who stick around. And in the spirit of sticking around, you know, you can follow the podcast social. At will to win podcast on Instagram. That is W I L L, the number two, W I N podcast. Will to win podcast on Instagram. And you can also follow me at Issa Will Hill on Instagram. So that is it. I have painted my digital ether with the spectrums of the rainbow. I've come out to you guys. Well, I've come out again and I'll keep coming out. I'll come out every day because I want to inspire those who feel that they can't embrace that part of themselves that they can. And with that, I'm signing off. You guys have an amazing week. I love you.